You know, when you don't look around to figure out what's in the environment around you, you tend to make mistakes because you think only of the immediate consequences, the immediate circumstances. What happens as a result of not getting an idea of the lay of the land, the, the circumstances around you, is that you end up with what we would call unintended consequences. Unintended consequences can be avoided, especially if a leader will take the time to survey everything around them. When I was in the fire department, we used to have what we called the rule of thumb, and that was if you can hold your thumb up and you can see the incident from around your thumb, you're too close. You can't size it up from there. You're already too close to the problem to find the solution. Subscribe now for our extensive video library of leadership lessons promoting faith, family, and freedom. I'm Jay Lauren Norris with Leading Leaders Podcast. I recently watched uh, an episode with my wife of Naked and Afraid. We, that's one of the shows she loves to binge watch on weekends and things of that nature. And as we're watching this particular episode, the guy was in the woods of Montana and the average temperature outside without the wind chill was about 27 degrees. And of course it's snowing and it's the dead of winter and the wind in this particular valley can get as high as 95 miles an hour. I don't even want to try to do the math on what that wind chill would be. Let's just say cold. So when they released him out there, even though he came without his own clothes, they at least gave him a giant pelt. He made a poncho, covered himself up with it. But there's still a whole lot of, you know, like those hospital gowns. There's a whole lot of breeze coming from underneath. So what does he do? Well, he builds a fire, of course. But in trying to contain the heat of his fire inside his shelter, he used pine needles. Uh, in fact, an entire pine tree. He built the fire in the ground, put a few rocks around it, and then leaned over the top of it some old sticks, some long timbers, and a pine tree. I don't know if you've ever seen the old uh, warning cartoons and commercials about Christmas trees. They say make sure you have plenty of water for them because the pine needles, fir needles, things of that nature, they're very, very flammable. Especially after you cut them down and there's no water flowing through them. And especially after you put them near the fire and so they dry out, they become like a giant matchstick. Now this guy wasn't paying attention to the fact that he was huddled underneath an enormous pine tree, that he had surrounded himself with pine branches, that he was using for his shelter pine needles and laying over that bark to contain the heat. But now he's got a nice cozy little enormous fire in his lap. Now, how many people have ever done that from a leadership standpoint? They surround themselves with, well, a virtual tinderbox. In the attempt to be diverse in their surroundings, the, the people and the places and the type of business that they do, they, they take on more than they can handle or they're just not aware of the kindling, if you will, the emotional, the political, the cultural, the social, tinderbox that they've created around themselves. Some people will find that they can create an environment that looks very diverse, but it's just a powder keg waiting to explode. Other people from all walks of life, but they haven't been educated or communicated with in a way to say, here's how we're going to work together. These are the things that we're going to focus on, and these are the things that we're not going to put in this work environment. If you've got issues with that kind of thing, keep it at home. If you've got issues with that kind of thing, keep it at home. But in this environment, we're going to work on these three things.
usually those are tasks oriented to the production of the actual job that you have. Whether you're going to get something done or you're going to get something built or you're going to get something delivered, if the task at hand is to do that job, then all the other drama doesn't need to be a part of it. And yet some leaders are not aware enough of the kind of drama that they put into it. John Maxwell mentions often the, the idea of having someone in your workplace where everybody seems to, to realize that there's a problem. And, and Peter has a problem with Sue, and Peter has a problem with Joe, and Peter has a problem with Sam, and it may be that Peter is the problem. Well, that's the kind of situational awareness that I'm talking about. As the leader, you've got to be aware if you've got one person who's like a matchstick in a kindling box waiting to go off. Anything could set them off. If they can't get along with everybody, if they can't get along with anybody, you're guaranteed to have a problem. And changing out other personnel when that's your problem isn't going to fix it. See, this guy could have saved Bernard his entire warm shelter down if he had simply put rocks over the top of the fireplace. Contain the fire. There's nothing wrong with building the pine needles around it to block the wind and shelter yourself. There, there's nothing wrong with that, except that you put them in direct exposure to the flame of the fire. Something's got to block the top of the flame. In fact, he might have found that if he put rocks on top of the fire, it would have created kind of an oven and the ambient heat from the rocks would have provided more heat in the uh, shelter than just the flame. But yes, the analogy continues to hold true. There are people that you will bring onto your team that on your team, if you put them in the right environment, they are going to be powerful producers. They're going to do incredible things on your team. They're going to do for you what nobody else could do for you. They've got talents and gifts and strengths that are out of this world. But put in the wrong environment or put in an environment where they're not directed as they should be, you're going to find that they'll destroy everything around them. I've raised a, a kid like that. He's a very intelligent kid, but he's dyslexic. He doesn't read well. So if you give him a whole lot of reading to do, he's not going to get it all. He's not going to get through it because it's torturous for him. He's also a very emotional guy, but he's a very physically fit guy and a very hardworking guy. If you put him in an environment around 50 people and ask him to lead 50 people, he's way out of his space. That's not his strength. That's not what he's good at. But you put him in a, in a place where what he's got to do is physical labor and you need it to get done, he's going to do it hard, he's going to do it fast, he's going to do it diligently, he's going to do it with excellence. Well, there's nothing wrong with having him on your team. You just got to know where he belongs on the team. Leaders who don't take the time to survey the landscape, not just about what is the job we've got to do and the tasks that have to get accomplished, but who are the people that I've been given as a team? They're the kind of people, the leaders who don't do that survey, are the kind of people who are going to build a shelter and then burn it down because they haven't put the right tools in the right place. They haven't built the right relationships with each other, and they haven't seen to it that the environment itself is conducive to productivity and partnerships and peace. No, they're more focused on just burning through getting the work done without regard for who the people are. Look, if you're a leader, take the time to get to know the landscape of the people around you. Get to know your surroundings, the immediate surroundings and the ones in the next layer out. 
Uh, trust me, if this guy hadn't been able to get the branches out of that fire pit fast enough, he would have just burned down his own shelter, but probably half of the forest as well, because once that one big pine tree goes up, that's a whole lot of heat to generate. You may find that it's in your department that you've got a little bit of a squabble with people right now, but if it gets outside your department, it could destroy the company. You think I'm exaggerating, but it just takes one spark to start a fire, and that one fire will spread fast. Take the time to get to know the landscape around you, the people, the way they behave, the way they interact with each other, and what are their greatest strengths. That's how you as a leader can contain the fire, so to speak, and not start fires outside of your department. I'm Jay Lauren Norris with Leading Leaders Podcast for Tell It Like It Is TV. Have a blessed day.